welcome back to the Yield Understanding Podcast. I'm your host, Cade Wofford, and together we'll be venturing through the vast world of finance. So at this point, you've now created your investment account. Today, we're going to be looking at how to pick stocks. This is actually an extremely loaded question, with so many things that need to be explained and one that's full of disagreement. I'm going to do my best to keep it simple and succinct. This episode will provide more of an overview of the topic. With that being said, I will end up making other episodes that will go into more depth in individual topics. One thing I will continue to repeat in later episodes is to never take anything I say at face value. I would really encourage you to do your own research as well. Many people have varying opinions on lots of these topics, so it's always good to compare and contrast popular opinions. While I know this topic is super daunting, I'm going to try and provide some encouragement before we begin. You've already made the most pivotal and often the hardest decision. That's the decision to invest. There are so many things you can choose to invest in after that, but that is all possible because you made the decision to take a leap and start. So many people either don't make it or they put it off far too long because of fear or a lack of knowledge. I can tell you it is truly never too late and is definitely never too early. I'm so happy you are deciding to venture on this journey. If you have not begun investing yet, I would tell you to ask yourself why you haven't yet. What's holding you back? Once you can answer that question, find a way to solve your problem and get started. In the long run, you will not regret it. I say long run because I can and no one can promise you anything about the stock market in the short run. To be honest, practically anything can happen to stocks in the short term. This is the first thing I would have in mind when buying stocks. A famous investor once said, buy into a company because you want to own it, not because you want the stock to go up. That famous investor is Warren Buffett. And if you haven't heard of him before, I would encourage you to look him up. He's a wise investor who has done pretty well for himself. The biggest mistake a lot of people make is getting too caught up in the potential gains and only buying into stocks they see going up a lot. Sure, you might get lucky in the short run, but where is that going to be in 10 years? I feel like this is something that is very popular in today's culture with the emergence of GameStop and other meme stocks. I'm sure many regular people ended up losing a ton of money from these extremely volatile stocks. With that being said, you have to remember that you are becoming a part owner of the company stock that you buy. This mindset is essential. It keeps you from simply chasing huge returns and instead really wanting to understand what you're about to own. After all, this is something you want to own for a long time, maybe even a lifetime. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with buying some of those more risky stocks sometimes. It can be fun and you may make some money on them, but you should not be putting a majority of your money there. So when you start looking for stocks to buy, I would start looking for stocks you want to be a part owner of. Do you believe the stock will perform well in the next 5-10 to years or more? These are the kind of questions you need to ask yourself. One thing some people advise is to think about companies that you purchase from often and different companies that you are familiar with. This may be a good place to start and make yourself more comfortable with investing. While you may not make as high of returns, it is far less risky and normally a good long-term prospect to invest in larger brands that you're familiar with. Now again, I cannot guarantee you will profit, but you have a good probability to have sizable returns over many years assuming it's a company that is constantly growing and adapting into the future. This is the majority of the advice I would give on individual stock picking, because further information goes into much greater detail and brings more room for confusion. When picking stocks, the next thing I would tell you to keep in mind is to not put all of your money in one individual company's stock. Yes, you may really believe in them, and they may be really strong one day, but tomorrow is never guaranteed. If they fail, you lose all of your money. This is where we get into the conversation of diversification. This is the practice of minimizing your risk by putting your eggs in many different baskets instead of just one or two. 
In order to truly diversify your portfolio, you ideally want to invest in at least 10 to 20 different stocks that cover different industries so that you can further remove risk from any individual sector of the economy. Now, this is something that can be really expensive if you're a new investor with little funds in your account. The easiest way to fix this problem is by investing in something called ETFs. ETF stands for Exchange Traded Funds. ETFs are just like any other stock that you can purchase, except they do not just represent one company. They're basically pre-diversified, so you could say. There are many different ETFs to choose from. These could represent an industry or even mirror the entire stock market as a whole. Because of this luxury, there's normally a small fee associated with owning this stock that is charged as a percentage of the stock you own each year. However, I would argue it is very worth it for the value you receive from these instruments. Some of the most common ETFs cover the stock market as a whole to give you a great amount of diversification. An example of this is one with the ticker SPY, other known as SPY to some. This is an ETF that follows the movement of the S&P 500, which is a collection of the 500 largest companies in the US. This, in theory, represents the economy as a whole. Other companies like Vanguard also make many different ETFs that you can own. An interesting one I would look at is ticker VTI. This is Vanguard's ETF that follows the total stock market. They also have one for the S&P 500 as well, ticker VOO. Essentially, you could put all of your money into this stock and be fully diversified across the whole stock market. Sounds like a pretty good deal to me. I would take some time to consider what stocks you may want to own for the foreseeable future. Once you're ready to buy these stocks, you will come across two options, bid or ask. Once you choose one of those, you'll be asked what kind of order you want to make, market order, limit order, etc. These are some things I'm going to cover in my next episode. If you found value from this episode, I'd love if you would share with others who would find value as well. As always, if you have any questions you want answered or just want to reach out, feel free to email me at yieldunderstandingpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your day.